everybody, and welcome to the sixth edition of the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing, and this is the 1853 podcast, a weekly program in which we tell you about the people, events, programs, and history that make Monmouth an outstanding National Liberal Arts College. And we try to get it done in about 18 minutes and 53 seconds. In this sixth edition of the 1853 podcast, we'll meet Laura Hutchinson. She's Monmouth's new Vice President for Student Life and Dean of Students. We'll also meet Monmouth's new men's lacrosse coach, Chris Kleiber. And we'll also visit with a mother and daughter who are a shining example of how deeply Monmouth runs in so many families. This is the Monmouth College 1853 podcast, and I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Before we get into this week's show, I want to remind you about several great events coming up here on the campus of Monmouth College. This is the seventh week of the fall semester at Monmouth, and that means that next week will be midterm examinations. That means students and faculty will be on fall break next Thursday and Friday, October 12 and October 13. But don't worry, the college will still be open. In fact, the third home game for the Monmouth football team of this 2017 season will be on Saturday, October 14. Illinois College comes to town for a 1 o'clock kickoff at April Zorn Memorial Stadium. Football, in fact, heads this week to Grinnell College in Iowa for a 1 o'clock game against the Pioneers. If you can't make the drive, you can watch the game over the internet free of charge on the Monmouth College Athletics website, which of course is at monmouthscots.com. And before fall break gets underway at Monmouth, we have several big events on campus that you won't want to miss. A reminder that the well-known theologian Johanna Boss of the Louisville Seminary will give a talk this Thursday, October 5. A well-known author and speaker, Professor Boss, will give a talk titled, A Call to Attention, The Legacy of Compassionate Biblical Faith. That talk will be at 7 o'clock this Thursday night, October 5, in the Morgan Room of Polling Hall. There's a story about Boss's talk, which is part of a several-day visit she has here at Monmouth College on the Monmouth website at monmouthcollege.edu. And once again, a big thanks to Professor of Philosophy and Religious Studies Dan Ott for bringing this extraordinary theologian to campus. Also on this Thursday, October 5, the curtain goes up on two one-act plays by pioneer feminist playwright Susan Glassbell. Dubbed Pieces of Glassbell, the two one-act plays that will be performed are Trifles and Woman's Honor. Both plays are directed by Monmouth Jr. Amanda Grissom, who's from Eldridge, Iowa, and that's near Glassbell's hometown of Davenport. The two one-act plays will be performed Thursday, Friday, and Saturday evenings, and then Sunday afternoon down at the Fusion Theater, which of course is the college's theater in downtown Monmouth. For more information about the plays, including showtimes, check out the story on the Monmouth College website, which of course is at monmouthcollege.edu. Laura Hutchinson brings a wealth of knowledge and talent to her new role as Monmouth's Vice President for Student Life and Dean of Students. She began the position on Monday, September 25, and it would be an understatement that she has hit the ground running. 
Laura was selected for the position, which oversees athletics, intramurals, career and leadership services, Greek life, intercultural life, and residence life, and religious and spiritual life at Monmouth from a very strong national pool of candidates. Laura has spent more than 25 years in student life, most recently at Earlham College in Indiana, where she was vice president for student life. Laura says she was attracted to Monmouth because of how the college integrates the liberal arts so thoroughly throughout its curriculum, which she points out benefits students a great deal. And I was particularly happy to see that sort of threaded throughout each year of college. Um, Most colleges might do a seminar their first year, but Monmouth taking serious its commitment to the liberal arts was really important to me. Um, It speaks to what my values are about. It's about my undergraduate education as well. Um, And I think we are preparing students better for the world beyond the college. Um, They're going to be dealing with global issues. Um, You have only to open up a newspaper or turn on any news broadcast and see that students have to be critical thinkers. They have to think about that information in a critical way, much less how to sort of um, synthesize that and then to apply it in their own world. Laura says that serving in student affairs in higher education is a calling for her. Um, I was raised as part of a service-oriented family, and I knew that it was not whether I would have some kind of service in my life. It was just when and what it would look like. And I think I, uh, for a long time, assumed that that would be outside of my chosen profession. And then I, again, as part of my liberal arts experience and a tremendous relationship with my major professor um, that I know to this day, and which is something like 30 years now. But I realized that what, how I wanted to serve really was um, a vocation for me and that that is what I wanted to do all day. And education had been so transformative for me personally, professionally, uh, cognitively, and intellectually, morally, and even spiritually that I thought this is, this is how I want to spend my time. And that's coming to work every day on a college campus and thinking about ways to reduce barriers for students uh, to be successful, to think about the kind of conversations I would have with them that would not only change their lives, but change mine too. I mean, it's I, no day is, is like any other day in this work. And so it's It's important to me, and I feel very strongly as a a chief student affairs officer, that one of the most important things I can do is to be a student of this field. And where better to do that than at a liberal arts campus? During her brief time at the college, Laura says she's already been impressed with Monmouth students as well as Monmouth alumni. Um, I can't say enough, actually, about the students. I mean, for somebody who is a dean of students and a a lifelong practitioner of student affairs, the quality of the students, um, what their character is about is really, that's a value that has to resonate, too, in terms of uh, feeling that I'm at home on this campus. And the students have been tremendous and welcoming. I hit my first Associated Students of Monmouth College meeting this past week, and they are excited. They're joyful. Um, They know that they're making a difference. Um, They are able to articulate how the experience they're having now is going to play out for them later in life in the corporate world and graduate and professional school. Um, And then, of course, this was family weekend. And to see so many legacies and wonderful alumni here with their children and their grandchildren who are currently students. I met one um, fourth generation legacy family. And, you know, the grandparents and great-grandparents are every bit as proud of the institution as the student who is currently here. So that was, that's just um, 
I think it just it speaks to what I intuitively knew about the campus, and it's all just playing out um, in ways that I feel like I made a great choice, and I'm very proud to be at the college. As Laura points out, student affairs plays a big role in students' college education, and she says that the teamwork between mama's faculty and the professionals in student affairs is something to be admired. Anymore, we are as much in student affairs about the education of the students as the faculty are. They spend the majority of their time outside of the classroom, as many people know, but I think um, one of the things is it's not an either-or. One of, um, I guess really even referencing the earlier question, the collaboration between academic affairs and student affairs here is to be admired nationally. It's not done this way, even at small colleges and in a lot of places. You know, you're you're thinking about resources and you're thinking about what's good for your division, not what's good for the student. And Monmouth's commitment to collaboration and teamwork um, makes being a student affairs practitioner not just easier, but it's a more joyful experience. I get to have closer relationships with faculty and academic administrators than I would at another place. And that allows my division to worry less about you know, be controlling students' behavior and more about how to help them learn from the decisions that they make in ways that they can connect to the classroom. And this is an exciting place to be to do this work. Laura says that one of the many advantages of attending a residential liberal arts college is the holistic, well-rounded education that students receive. So students can have a really intense conversation in a philosophy class about, you know, a distinctive moral issue and find themselves um, sitting around late one night in a residence hall realizing that very decision is upon them and they're able to think more about the consequences and the the benefits of, of whatever decision they have to make than they might otherwise. And I think we better prepare them for that. That's Vice President for Student Life and Dean of Students, Laura Hutchinson. You can read more about Laura on the Monmouth College website. Just go to the news section, which is at monmouthcollege.edu slash news. You're listening to the Monmouth College 1853 podcast, and I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. It's still a little more than four months until the start of Monmouth's men's lacrosse 2018 season, but one person who's already counting down the days is Chris Kleiber. Chris was named Monmouth's new men's lacrosse coach back in August. Chris comes to Monmouth from Adams State University in Colorado, where he was an assistant at the Division II program. A native of New York State, Chris played collegiate lacrosse at Mount St. Mary's University in Maryland. Chris says he's excited to be coaching lacrosse at Monmouth because it's a college and a place that fits his personality. I love the Midwest. Um, I always thought growing up in Syracuse, Syracuse was almost like the beginning or edge of the Midwest. So I always thought that was a really good feel. I I love the community as soon as I got here. Everybody was very tight. Um, And I'm kind of a smaller town guy myself, so that's really what I was looking for. Plus the opportunity as a a younger professional here at 25 to step into a pretty large role and a a role and a job that I've wanted for a long time. Long a popular sport on the East Coast and then the Northeast, Chris says that lacrosse has a lot of room to grow in the Midwest. Yeah, absolutely. And that's really where lacrosse is in the Midwest right now. It's young, it's growing, and the opportunity for me to come out here to a less traditional area and build around what, what I see the game as and what I see the opportunities are to, to shape a program like this is, is something that's really special. Uh, I think people are catching on. I, I think uh, people are finding out what we've known out on the, the East for a little while here. 
Um, and I'm a little different. I grew up in a, a town that was very traditional for lacrosse, uh, largely Native American community. And I had a stick in my hands before I could walk, really. And I think I think it's growing. I think it's fun. I think there's a special feeling to having a stick in your hands. And Chris says that he's especially excited to be coaching lacrosse at Monmouth College. Yeah, I think what makes me a little bit different as a coach is, is my background. Um, I first and foremost want to build a program around respecting the game and the traditions of the game. And part of respecting that is playing it as hard as you can, is making the most of your opportunities to celebrate the game and celebrate life. So I really want to build a program that that not only works really, really hard and not only works really, really hard for each other, but enjoys the process of doing it because you should. And it is a special opportunity that we have here. So if I can build around those concepts and we can build a very tight knit culture, a group of guys who who fight for each other and help each other out in, in all aspects and not just in the lacrosse context, then that'll be success for me here. That's Monmouth men's lacrosse coach Chris Kleiber. You can follow Monmouth men's lacrosse on Twitter at Scott's M Lacrosse. And don't forget to follow Monmouth College Athletics on Twitter at MC Fighting Scots. Of course, to keep up with all things Fighting Scots related, check in early and often to the Monmouth College Athletics website. That address is MonmouthScots.com. This is also a good time to remind you of the many ways that you can follow Monmouth College on social media. Of course, there's Facebook, which is facebook.com slash Monmouth College. The college's main Twitter account is at Monmouth, and the college is on Instagram at Monmouth College. If you're on Snapchat, be sure to follow Monmouth on Snapchat at This Is Monmouth, and don't forget to check out the Monmouth College channel on Spotify. You're listening to the Monmouth College 1853 podcast, and I'm your host, Dwayne Bonifer, in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Monmouth's Family Weekend was held last weekend, and what a great weekend it was. A big shout-out to Monmouth College Associate Dean of Students and Director of Campus Events, Karen Orgazalik, for organizing and executing another great weekend for Monmouth students and their family members. One of the weekend's highlights was the 16th annual Legacy Brunch held on Saturday morning that celebrates current Monmouth students and their family members who are Monmouth alumni. You can check out pictures from the brunch on the college's Flickr page, and that's at flickr.com slash monmouthcollege. Few individual families have had deeper ties to Monmouth College than Laura Cavanaugh and her daughter Elizabeth Smith. Laura is a 1986 alumna of Monmouth, and Elizabeth is a Monmouth junior. Laura's grandfather, which would be Elizabeth's great-grandfather, Francis Kissinger, was a 1927 alumnus of the college. He helped found the Monmouth chapter of Sigma Phi Epsilon. Other alumni in Laura's family include a grandmother, Mary Bell Cannon, an aunt, Jackie Shoemaker, whose husband, Homer, was an accounting professor at the college, and, of course, numerous cousins, who also graduated from the college. Laura grew up on 9th Street in Monmouth, right across from Winbigler Hall, and her family lived near several legendary Monmouth professors. And a lot of excitement going on at the college that we were always aware of and tried to interact in, and we had a lot of professors that lived next door. 
Mary Crow lived to the left of us, a phenomenal professor, and we would spend a lot of holidays together and she would tell us about her wonderful trips. Um, we had Professor Thompson that lived around the corner and as a child I would draw pictures and take them door to door and sell them and he was so serious and I remember knocking on the door and he said, my, my, what do we have here? And he gave me a lot of attention and time, it was very sweet, and he did end up buying for a nickel a picture of Snoopy. <laughs> Laura says it's special to have her daughter following her footsteps, not only as a Monmouth student, but also as a member of Kappa Kappa Gamma Sorority, which of course was founded at Monmouth College in 1870. Monmouth was a great experience for me, and I just knew with her talents that she would really excel here. It's a small school, and she'd be able to have so many opportunities, and not just in a local venue, but as a global entity, and she's traveled all over, and um, just changed her major, and I think it's, it's really made a wonderful impact on her. Uh, Monmouth is a great steward, meaning that our children are our greatest resources, and to put trust into an institution um, that's really going to either impact them or have a negative effect, um, you want to make sure you get the positive end of it, and Monmouth did for me, all my relatives, um, and has done wonderful things for Elizabeth. So to have that trust in an institution, knowing that they're going to come out with a wealth of uh, educational experience and opportunities means a lot. Elizabeth Smith is a double major in international studies and French. Even though she didn't grow up in the city of Monmouth, Elizabeth says she grew up a Scot. Um, when I was much younger, um, every year my mom would bring me here for homecoming and I'd be able to see my grandparents and we go see the parade and the fireworks and everything. And it was always hilarious because my mom would always dress me up in little outfits and one of them was a Monmouth cheerleading outfit. Elizabeth says it's also special to her to be a member of the same sorority her mother was a part of during her years at Monmouth College. The bond between me and my mom, especially as Kappa sisters, has grown, grown so much just because um, we are able to uh, share that special bond and we're we'll be able to uh, grow as women within the same organization which is very powerful very um, impactful and um, the fact that you know she is able to come to more events if she wants to come to a chapter meeting she can come to a chapter meeting you know she has is at certain events that other people can't be at because they aren't Kappa so it's really something very uh, near and dear to my heart. That's Monmouth Junior Elizabeth Smith and her mother, Laura Cavanaugh, who's a 1986 Monmouth alumnae. They are among the Monmouth legacies who've attended this college over the years and who are here over the weekend to celebrate Family Weekend. Looking ahead to next week's 1853 podcast, we'll check out Monmouth's new labyrinth, which is a great addition to the campus. We'll meet Penny McVeigh, who's affectionately known to Monmouth students and alumni as Penny the Omelet Lady. And we'll also touch base with Monmouth football coach Chad Braun. His Scots have a big game on October 14th at home against Illinois College. And that's going to be a 30 for this sixth edition of Monmouth College's 1853 podcast. I hope you've enjoyed the program. Tell us what you think by firing off an email to us at news at monmouthcollege.edu. Be sure to put podcast in the subject line. Until our next edition, this is Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Thanks so much for listening. So long, everybody, and have a nice day. <laughs>